Welcome to the Small Scale Life Podcast. Your hosts, Tom and Julie, talk about wellness, gardening, and connecting to nature and people as we learn, do, grow, and be a little better every day. Are you ready? Let's go. Welcome to the Small Scale Life Podcast. I'm your host, Tom, and I'm so thankful that you are here for another conversation about improving your mind, body, and soul as we learn, do, grow, and be a little better every day. For show notes, links, resources, support, and other information, head on over to our website at smallscalelife.com. Let's get on to the topic for this show. For the past two weeks, Julie and I have been doing the Whole30 Challenge. For those of you who might not know what the Whole30 Challenge is, this article in Small Scale Life podcast episode is for you. In this article and episode, I am going to introduce the Whole30 Challenge and basic rules of the Whole30 Challenge. We have some links and resources for you at smallscalelife.com, so you want to head over there to learn more. So what is the Whole30? The Whole30 is a 30-day elimination challenge that was developed quite by accident by Melissa Urban and Dallas Hartwig in 2009. By effectively experimenting on themselves, they have discovered that eliminating certain foods, one, reduces their inflammation, two, curbed their cravings and bad habits, three, boosted their metabolism, four, healed their digestive tracts, and five, calmed their immune system. Does this sound too good to be true? I thought so at first too. But the truth is, food is medicine. We don't see it that way, but it truly is. After all, why do you think pharmaceutical giant Bayer purchased seed company Monsanto in 2021? Food is medicine. So food should be used to nourish our bodies and give us that necessary fuel to live. However, modern processed foods are engineered to keep you craving and purchasing them. Haven't you noticed that you just can't have one Cheeto? You can't have one Thin Mint? You can't have just one Pringle? We are literally swimming in a sea of hyperpalatable processed foods, sugar, sweeteners, legumes, dairy products, alcohol, and carbohydrates. Our bodies and minds get addicted to these things because they're engineered by very smart and very dedicated people to taste great, but are nutritionally poor. There are people out there in this world that get so excited about creating new foods that are sweet and salty and addictive, and that's just their job. And that's totally okay. That's their job. But it's up to us to understand what those foods are and make choices about them. And that is why you eat the whole sleeve of Thin Mints or eat the whole bag of Cheetos. It's designed that way. So the more of these foods we eat, the more pounds we pack on our bodies. Given that we are chained to desks or chairs at school, work, and or home, we're not getting the movement our ancestors did. We cannot burn enough calories to offset what we are consuming on a daily basis. Whole30 allows you and your body to calm down and reset by eliminating those processed foods or foods that cause inflammation for over 30 days. After this elimination period is over, you slowly 
slowly. We're going to reduce those foods for over 10 days or so. And I say that because uh, Jules and I kind of blew that up one of the times we did Whole30. In fact, I think the first time we did Whole30, we just jumped right into pizza, you know, pizza and beer back then. So during that reintroduction period, you are testing your body to see what it reacts to. And pizza and beer, I'm going to tell you, for me, it's going to react just like that. So the idea is you're reintroducing one thing over a couple days and seeing how your body feels. Then you move to the next thing, not everything at once. It is important to know that Whole30 is a great experiment on your body for you. This is not a long-term diet. It's basically a reset. So about 45 days later after starting, it's all over. And you can take it from there. You can take and do another Whole30 challenge, or you can adopt another diet and keep the ball rolling like keto or paleo or something else, the DASH diet, whatever you choose. The difference is you are armed with the knowledge about what triggers or inflames your body. You know what to limit or what to stay away from as you move forward. And that is so important because knowledge is power. You can make choices about those other diets and maybe maybe you're being steered in one way or another based on the results of this Whole30 challenge. So let's talk about the Whole30 rules. So with any diet or elimination diet, there are things that you can do and there's things that you cannot. There's the rules. Whole30 is no different, of course. After all, having success is about knowing the rules and following them, not bending them, but following them. So this is our to-do list here. This is the stuff you want to eat. The first thing, eat real food. No Cheetos, no Fritos, no Doritos. It's with all the O's, right? No no Diapop. We'll get to the don'ts in a minute. So you could, you can and should eat meat, seafood, eggs, fruits, vegetables, natural fats, herbs, spices, and seasonings. Okay, so real stuff, stuff that only has one ingredient or a couple ingredients in it, not the stuff that you cannot pronounce. We'll get to the don'ts in a minute. It's so easy to just jump into that because that helps you understand that a lot better. The one good thing is kombucha is on the list, the approved list. And this is great because I have a new batch brewing away. It's my first batch since 2021, so I'm really excited about that. And as they say on the Whole30 website, eat foods with simple, recognizable lists of ingredients. Chicken is just chicken. Meat is just meat, right? Or beef is just beef. Pork is just pork. And apple is just apple. It's not a strawberry with sugar or some kind of sweetener on it or chocolate on it. That's not going to work, okay? So these are the things you want to eat, okay? So as easy as that sounds, it actually gets tricky and difficult, especially when you're traveling or you go to a a convenience store or you're at a restaurant, That's when it gets tricky because there's so many ingredients and so many things in our food. It can be done, but you have to be really creative and really intentional. And yes, you can eat. You can eat at restaurants and you can go traveling on the Whole30. You don't have to be a shut-in and this is the only thing I'm eating. You can travel. You can eat out at restaurants. We have, Julie and I have done it. And, uh, And you can feel good about it and you can eat well. So that was the do's, right? We're eating good foods. We're eating real foods. We're eating clean foods. We're eating organic foods, you know, or even if you can't, if you're not going to pay the extra for organic, you're just eating fruits and vegetables and meats and, and eggs and seafood and stuff that's real, right? 
It doesn't have a lot of preservatives and other things added to it. Okay, so that's the do list. That's the good stuff. Now let's talk about the don't do list. This is the stuff you are staying away from for 30 days. So this is the stuff you steer clear from and you don't look at and you don't buy and you don't put it in your mouth. First one is a good one. No sugar. That's real or artificial sugar or honey. So no stevia, no sweeteners, no artificial sweeteners, no sugar, no honey. Okay, that's the first one. That's a tough one, really. So no no sweeteners on your strawberries. They are sweet enough. No chocolate on your on your strawberries either. So you can even survive Valentine's Day. You can. You can just eat the strawberry, right? So no alcohol. Mhm. No drinking it, no beer, no wine, no no hard alcohol. So no beer, no wine, no hard alcohol, no seltzers, none of that. And you can't use it in your cooking either. No, I'm just going to burn this off. Nah, no, you can't use it. That's a no. That's a hard no. So no alcohol, no diet soda, no diet soda. So your diet Coke or your, like for me, diet Mountain Dew was my thing before Costa Rica, but I got rid of that. It's just full of artificial stuff, sweeteners and all kinds of artificial stuff. I mean, have you ever seen anything in nature that looks like diet Mountain Dew? (laughs) Mountain Dew, it's green, right? Looks like antifreeze. So no diet soda, that's not allowed. No grains, including wheat, rye, barley, oats, Corn, rice, millet, uh, sorghum, sprouted grains, bulgur. I'm not sure what bulgur is. And all the gluten-free pseudo cereals like quinoa and buckwheat. That's all off the table. So no grains. No grains. I don't care if you're gluten-free or not. You're not eating that stuff. Okay. And this can be a big one because we have, you know, we have rice and beans or rice, tortillas, tortilla shells. We eat those here, but, uh, oh, uh, oatmeal. We're not eating that either. So all that stuff is off the list here for 30 days and quinoa. We've had that too. So no grains, no grains. You're going to be replacing that essentially with potatoes and sweet potatoes, Mm, but that's for other discussions on another day. So no sugar, no alcohol, no diet soda, no grains. Next one is no legumes. This is your beans, your black, red, pinto, navy, garbanzo, chickpeas, white, kidney bees, lima, fava, cannelli, cannellini. Yeah, there we go. Lentils, other stuff, mung, cranberry, and black-eyed peas. We actually had mung beans with the kitchery cleanse we did with Jules Yoga Practice. Peanuts, right? Peanuts are off the list, including peanut butter or peanut oil. Those are off the list. And all forms of soy, soy sauce, miso, tofu, all that stuff, edamame, soy protein, soy milk, and soy stuff. All the soy, soy stuff is off. So we were using soy sauce to help flavor meat and such, and that is a no-no. And peanut butter, that is kryptonite to me too. There are other types of peanut butters. I mean, they're not really peanut butters, like cashew butter or even uh, sunflower butter. And those are really good, and those are on the list. But peanut butter, no, that is not. And usually you see a lot of sugar in that, right? So so legumes are off the list, and this is a lot. There's a lot of, of legumes that we eat in our diet. So no grains, no legumes. Here's another one, no dairy, including cow's milk, goat's milk, or sheep's milk. And then there's products like cream, cheese, kefir, yogurt, ice cream, frozen yogurt, sour cream, and here's another one, coffee creamers, right? 
we are using other things. We're not using traditional coffee creamers. We're using a product called Nut Pods, which is actually a cashew flavored cashew um, a creamer. Or you can use oat milk or almond milk, but you cannot use traditional good old fashioned. Here's your cro- coffee creamer, which is a dairy product. Another exception are clarified butter and ghee. You've removed the butter fat out of those, so they are those are okay. So clarified butter and ghee are okay. Here's another one: no processed food or beverage with hirginin. So no processed food or beverage with hirginin. I think that's how you say that, or sulfites. So kirginin is a product made from red seaweed and used to thicken foods and drinks. It has no nutritional value, but can cause inflammation, digestive problems. Uh, It can cause bloating, irritable bowel disease, IBD, or even colon cancer. Ooh, great. Isn't that nice? And that's all from a article from Medical News Today that is linked in the show notes. This comes down to reading your labels. If you can't pronounce it like this, Kirikinen, I think I'm saying that right. If you can't pronounce it, you probably shouldn't eat it. I mean, if you look at some of the labels out there of things you're eating, it's like, blah, 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 you know, or soy this, some gum, and then blah, 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 blah. Yeah, you probably shouldn't eat that stuff, right? It is a preservative or some kind of filler or just something that might be causing some inflammation or bloating, right? So just be aware of what's your what's on your labels. And then here's another one that was interesting, and I got this from the Whole30 website, but no cre- recreating baked goods or treats or junk food with approved ingredients. So some people get really creative. They really like something, and they take approved ingredients, and they create this concoction that almost mimics, I don't know, like a chocolate-covered banana or something, but it's not. So again, Don't go out of your way to recreate baked goods using approved ingredients. It's probably it's probably better than eating the real Twinkie with your fake Twinkie, but it's not whole 30 approved and you're also not changing the way you're eating. So just be aware of that. okay? and then the final one is no measuring or weighing yourself during the 30 day whole 30 challenge. And that's a big one because people want to start weighing yourself immediately. Hey, is this working? Are things happening? you know, is something going on and really the way you tell, and this is for any diet, not just the whole 30, but the way you tell is how are your clothes fitting? Are your clothes fitting better? Can you get into those jeans that were really tight before? Or sometimes on a Tuesday, you couldn't wear it. That's your tell. Or maybe somebody says, Hey, you're looking good. You're losing some weight. You know that those are your tells. You can tell your face gets a little different. The pants feel a little different. The shirts are fit a little differently. So those are your tells. Okay. Don't measure away yourself. They'll do that later. Ideally, you do it at the very start. You do like an inventory. We'll get into that in another podcast. And then you do it at the very end and then you can compare. But again, remember, this whole 30 challenge is a reset. It is not a diet. But I think removing some of these things from our diet naturally jumpstarts things, starts things happening. And you're starting to get more energy, especially as time goes on, you're going to get more energy. And those things that are causing inflation have been removed. And maybe you do lose a few pounds. We'll see. You will see. So remember, we are experimenting on ourselves to see what triggers our bodies and see what happens when we remove some of these foods from our lives just for 30 days. And then we'll see, right? So we're putting together more information for you. So more on the Whole30 
There's a lot of recipes and information out there. Check the Whole30 website. There's a lot on Pinterest. There's just a lot out there. A lot of folks have created some really savory and delicious meals for the Whole30 Challenge and paleo diets, keto diets as well. So I'm going to start gathering more recipes and trying them out and posting them on the Small Scale Life Wellness Club and also the Pinterest page that I have, Small Scale Life Pinterest page. An example of this, I made a dish last night called Egg Roll in a Bowl. Oh my gosh, it was really good. It had some pork, it had lots of onions, and then it had cabbage, and then the seasonings and everything, just really, really good. So I've gotten feedback from other folks in the Small Scale Life Wellness Club about that recipe. They love it. Julie had just had it for lunch for uh, as leftovers, and she said it was fantastic. So I'm really excited about that. And, uh, you know, I, I'll honestly say that we had kind of gotten into a rut with our eating. We were eating the same thing every day. And it's kind of like, oh, what do you want? I'll grill some chicken. No, no, no. There's things you can do to make this stuff savory and delicious and taste so good and get creative in the kitchen. So I'm excited about that. I'm going to tr- test some more things out. Um, and even on the Whole30, you can get into meat and potatoes and then a salad for lunch. Well, let's let's mix things up a little bit and see and test some of these recipes out. So um, this one was a good one. So egg roll in a bowl. It's on the Small Scale Life Pinterest page. So and, and just depending on the feedback I get, um, we might start putting recipes back on smallscalelife.com. I do have some recipes there, but we haven't promoted them. We kind of buried them down in the system a little bit. And it might be time to pull them back up and post them uh, up on the landing page, on the first page of the website, so you get, can get into those and see them. I just know people need resources as they begin this journey. If it's hard, people aren't going to stick with it. They're not going to do it. And having shopping lists and meal ideas and options really helps on this journey. So again, I'd like to remind you that we have the Small Scale Life Wellness Club on Facebook. It's open and it's open to you. There's no charge. It's free. Find us on Facebook and sign up. So go on the search and type in Small Scale Life Wellness Club. It'll pop up. It's a good place to get content that's not shared on the main website, on the Instagram page or the Facebook page. And it's a good chance to interact with others who are on this mind, body and soul journey. A link is in the show notes at smallscalelife.com. Or again, just search in Facebook for the Small Scale Life Wellness Club. We'd love to have you. So as we close this episode of the Small Scale Life Podcast, remember, 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 keep going, keep going, keep going. It might seem like an impossible thing to achieve your goals, like starting a new business or losing that stubborn weight. Yeah, I'm right there, right? Or becoming that person you've always wanted to become, but it is achievable. You can do it. You can do it. You can do it. You have to put one step in front of the other. And you have to take that first hesitant step. Start. You can do it. And we're here to help. This is Tom from the Small Scale Life Podcast, reminding you to learn, do, grow, and be a little better every day. We'll be back real soon. Take care, everybody.
The link is in the show notes. It's <laughs> this is the greatest show. All right, we're ready to go here. Three, two, one. For the past two weeks, Julie and I have been... Oh, really? Is that what you're going to do? Hello? Hello, kitty cat. What are you doing? Why are we doing this right now? Of course I'm going to record. What? Are, why are we doing this? What are we doing? Why are we doing that? <sighs> kitty cat. Yoga kitty always needs to be part of the fun. Wow, that's a good message. <laughs>